The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good, my boy? How you doing on this draft day one evening? Um, honestly, bro, on this draft evening, I must say, since it's uh, you know, HBCU hour and all, I must say that um <clears throat> Doug Williams and Shaq Harris and Guys like that must be real proud to see three of the first four draft picks tonight be black quarterbacks. Must say that is a uh, that is a feat, monumental feat. Uh, at one point in time, considering that um, a black quarterback was said to be uh, inept. Yeah. Uh, great to see though. Incompetent. Incompetent. Doesn't have the uh, cognitive abilities to be a quarterback, but man, yeah. shout out, shout out, man, to to all those quarterbacks who paved the way. Uh, so they guys like Bryce, CJ, and uh, Anthony Richardson can make it. So, Straight but up. I is it is it uh is it bad to say that uh Anthony Richardson has already hit the ceiling? Nah, man, nah, bro, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> we ain't gonna do that to that man, bro. He did hit the ceiling. <laughs> that man threw the ball into the ceiling. It was like, oh, he can hit the ceiling with the ball. Yeah. But nah, man. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how That's they. The Raiders how they, pick right there. Tyree Wilson. Um, But man, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Before we do, though, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. Uh, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Man, uh, let's get rolling. Let's get started. Uh, 
first off, man, it looked like it was uh it was in jeopardy, man. Birmingham was about to lose uh the biggest bowl in the state of Alabama. Yep, man. The biggest classic. Uh, ain't no, ain't no one was uh, dictating some terms, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to look into it to see exactly um, what the issue was with AM uh, and why they hadn't signed. And uh, I found it. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull the article back up. But basically, it was a, a, a it was over the, 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 of, of the contract um and it wasn't so much as the um because there's two deals involved with this um one deal involves uh i forget the exact who um but it, it, each team gets 500k each mm-hmm. so and they'll sign that they were good with that uh that was going to extend it for four years um but um it was a, it's a nonprofit group uh, called, which is funny to me, nonprofit organization um, called Alabama Sports Council uh, that was trying to, you know, say, figure things out, work through this. Um, it was they were trying to like work through. I think it was like um, both schools or uh, hold on, how it here it is, um, and this comes from uh, HBCUsports.com. It said that uh, a contract with ACS and Alabama A&M, which is yet to be signed by the school, still hadn't been signed, would pay the university in Alabama State an additional seven hundred thousand mm. per. Yeah, uh, this was reported by AL.com. It says the one point two mil would be the highest payout in history uh, of the Magic City Classic. Um, basically, what they were looking to do was. Um, Alabama A and M wants a two year, but a uh, the ASC is looking to do a four year. I'm not exactly sure why that is. I think it, I don't know if they're trying to, you know, send leverage it because, um, in two years, you know, new TV contracts. Um, not just that. You remember what what was said last year, Swag Media Days. Oh yeah, you know, potential. You know, moving up to FBS and all kind of other things that they might want to, you know, Explore, yeah, not not be bound by contracts if things like that, you know, start coming to fruition. Right. So that is something uh, to think about. A and M was holding, you know, what I'm saying was holding their feet to the fire. Um, they got what they wanted in, in a sense, though. In a sense, they did. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how the, how this plays out. Yeah. Um, but. That's not all, man. Uh, that's not the only thing, you know, saying teams, you know, saying making progress and 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 building new for the future. Uh, yeah. Bethune. Mm-hmm. Uh, groundbreaking. That was the line, huh? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Bethune <laughs> uh, is building a new practice uh, field, locker room, laundry facility, and storage space. So, man, hand clasp. Wait, wait. The, yeah, the first thing. Going. Oh yeah, go ahead, give me right. Definitely. Oh, I ain't here. Oh, the first thing that came to my mind was the meeting with the president and the players, and, and he said that they had plans and all this. You know what I'm saying? And everybody just dismissed everything he was saying. Is oh, he's just saying that because he's trying to get the heat off him. You mm-hmm. know, things of that nature. 
What y'all got to say now? Because apparently he wasn't lying. I'm going to tell you something else that kind of bothered me about this. Okay, go ahead. First thing people said was, oh, Ed Reed was right. You mm-hmm. see you see what Ed Reed did? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing they did with uh, Jackson State uh, with the facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, this stuff kind of stuff takes time. Definitely. This is stuff that takes um, not just months and plenty, but years, at, you know, saying for the most part. Sometimes, yeah. I don't care optics of it. If if and I go back and say this, optics of it. If you want to give Ed Reed credit, go ahead, give him credit. You're wrong, but give him credit. I mean, my my question would be: Does it matter who gets credit? Bingo. Thank you, thank you. Why does it matter? We everybody was saying that it's all about the students. It's all about the athletes, you know, saying mm-hmm. improving life, you know, saying quality of life, improving um, quality of, of their equipment and stuff like that. And they've had uh, helmets donated. Um, they've had now facilities are being built. Um, their voices have been heard. So it, it looks like matter. efforts are being made. Yeah, who, and it doesn't matter if he, credit? if he was right, if he was wrong, at the end of the day, the players are getting what they want and what they need and what a lot of people think they deserve. So at the end of the day, let's just make that the story instead of who got it done and who was right and who was wrong and, and why it came to fruition. Let's just focus on the fact that it's being built and the players are getting what they need. I completely agree. That's my my biggest gripe, man. Stop, stop all the um, – first of all, stop trying to give – Everything that happens, stop trying to give credit to to the first celebrity who made mention to it. A lot of stuff happens behind the scene, man. So it's an insult and a slap in the face to a lot of people who who work hard to try to get things done. And the first thing you come out and say is, "Man, thank you. I want to say thank you to Beyonce and Lizzo for helping get this thing to stop." <laughs> Crazy, man. That's it. Anyway, man. Um. But man, well, while we're talking about facilities and, and things of that nature, in Nashville, Tennessee State currently plays, I think it's Nissan Stadium in Nashville, where the Titans play. Yeah. Um, but the Titans are building a new stadium, like a two point something billion dollar stadium. Well, this is gonna ooh the Falcons. Ooh, that's ooh. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't really know if I like that. That's but crazy. uh I mean he kind of worth it, but I don't want to see him twice a year. That's what I'm looking at. That's but crazy. anyway, but uh yeah, the so Tennessee State currently plays in Nissan Stadium where the Titans play. The Titans are building a new stadium, so it benefits Tennessee State in a great way. Because right now they have to rent out the stadium to, or pay to play in the stadium that they play in currently. But when the new stadium is built, they'll be playing there for free. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, HBCU Game Day did a story on it. And there's some other places that got some stories and information on it. It breaks it down a little further. But yeah, it's just one of those things to where that's however much money being paid, you know, for that facility, being able to stay in the program and be allocated elsewhere. And not just that, but it shows that there's some kind of good relationship between 
Tennessee State and the Titans and, you know, the owners of the stadium. So just good to see that the HBCU will be able to save a little bit of money and be able to put those resources elsewhere in the program. Yeah. Uh, big ups to uh, Eddie George. He was excited about this, mm-hmm. uh, being able to, like you said, get the stadium. Uh, this is huge, huge, huge win for mm-hmm. – um, not just the Tennessee Titans city of Nashville, but also for uh, Tennessee state um, and those players. Uh, they now get a NFL quality facility and stadium to themselves. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Coach, hold on. I'm sorry. Come on. What up, man? Hey, right. uh, Tennessee state quarterback. Former Tennessee State quarterback made some news too. Since we're talking football in Tennessee State, Jeremy Hickbot. We actually talked about him. Uh, let's not let's not bring that back up. No, no, no. We did. We talked about him when he signed with um, Germany, the German football. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you was going to talk no, about no. Twitter, the Twitter space. No, but let's not bring that back up. Um, uh, nothing was said, but uh, Jeremy right. Hickbottom. Uh, Signed with the uh, German Football League. I forget the name of the team. Uh, but he had to back out of that due to personal reasons. Um, he So that pretty much made him a, a free agent. Uh, he has now signed with the D.C. Defenders and Coach Reggie Barlow. So congratulations yeah. to him, uh, Coach Barlow. 8-1 uh, and one on the season. Yes, sir. Uh, top seed oh. going into the to the playoffs yeah congratulations to him man um we we talked about it when we had emory on we talked about it when we had uh g on we talked about it with josh and those guys with the with all these other leagues it's just more avenues for players to go (laughs) for players to go uh you know showcase their skill set and get a chance to you know keep continue their football careers and get a chance to, you know, ultimately make it to their dream destination of the NFL. So congratulations to Hickbottom, um, and best of luck to you, and hopefully you'll get a chance to, you know, make it to the next level. All right. Um, Coach Vincent Brown in North Carolina A&T. Coach Brown actually finished, finally finalized his staff. Uh, So – Coach Brown's staff consists of Ron uh, Matt Mattis uh, for the offensive line, Nate Poole for wide receivers, Chris Young is the OC slash quarterbacks coach, Josh Zittenberg is the defensive quarterback, defensive coordinator slash linebackers coach, Charles Bankins is the running backs coach and special teams coordinator, Keith Henry is the safeties coach, Eric Gallen is the tight ends coach. Armando Curry is the cornerbacks coach, and Kennard Lang is the defensive line coach. <laughs> guess he's excited I can read, man. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, he. So he finally rounds out his staff. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what he can do in year one. Uh, on this um. On the team, I'm very intrigued to see how that goes. Yeah, me too. And the, I think the timing of um, 
think the timing of the staff announcements, especially with the second transfer portal window, it's very key to go ahead and get those in before, you know what I mean, that, that window closes. So guys on currently on st- know who their coach will be. Not just that, but guys, before they commit to another school, could potentially follow one of those coaches there or use one of those relationships to end up at A&T. Um, I'm sorry. I just looked. There was a uh, HBCU game day has an article talking about, and I'm sorry to go back, backtrack about the Bethune Cookman. Um, yeah, yeah. They have. They say it's basically the article reads, and this is by Mr. Von Wilson. Says Bethune Cookman dispels practice field myth at uh, ground bacon. <laughs> love to see it. Yeah, love to see it. Um. I'm not going to go through this because it's, it's, you know, but I will say go check out uh, HBCU game day. Uh, great content, excellent content, but uh, yeah, that definitely is, definitely is uh, well worth the read. So now, man, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Captain Saver uh, coach. Um but Stephen A. Smith came out this week and did one of his favorite things, defend Deion Sanders. I thought you were going to say put his foot in his mouth. Nah, he do that all the time. Um, I would say visit barbershop. But anyway, uh, he definitely um, came out and spoke on the Deion uh, Sanders, uh, basically saying that um, we should all, if you're black, you should want if you're black, you should want um, Deion Sanders to, to succeed because him succeeding opens the door uh, of opportunities for future African-Americans who want to come coach on the highest levels. A lot of people had problems with this comment because hey, uh, uh, who, who what Mel took a coach that before he was in Michigan State? He was at Colorado. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, who was the coach before him? I can't know. think of his name, but he was a black guy. Okay, 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 okay. The coach after so, him was uh, a black guy as well. So, um, are we gonna? What was Stephen A. Smith whenever Mel Tucker was at Colorado, saying that as a black people, you should we want Mel Tucker to do good at Colorado, and you know, for a black man to have a chance to coach at the highest level? What was that? Crickets. Honestly, bro, I'm over all of it. Call that's his name, right there. Chuck knew it, but uh, I'm over all of it, bro. Um, I'm ready for football season, so we can stop talking about the coach, and we can actually talk about what's happening on the field. And honestly, I think people just need to stop trying to defend and justify things, and just let that man do it himself. He's grown, and he can speak for himself. He don't have no problem speaking. He can speak for himself. Yeah, completely agree. Um, my thing about this, there was, and, and the article speaks on it. Um, the article in uh, HBCU Game Day, um, reading by Mr. Stephen Gaither, uh, basically says that um, if you look at coaches like uh, Pete Richardson, um, mm-hmm. uh Eddie Robinson, um, Sam Washington, uh, Buddy Pugh. All 
great coaches who were able to accomplish big things, um, have gone on, on great winning streaks. Uh, recently, uh, Sam Washington, with him being able to to win games against FPS opponents, uh, win the celebra- multiple celebration bowls, uh, in that time frame, never got a call to move up to F, uh, FBS. Yeah. I mean, Roger Five was won a national championship at Grambling. Came came within two points or whatever it was from beating Arizona. I mean, if he, he's a healthy Don, uh, Devontae Kincaid away from beating an FBS Power Five program. Mm-hmm. I mean, never, he never, never got, a call. never got a call. Stephen A. never mentioned those guys. Oh no, he don't know those guys. He went to Winston Salem, where bro. Pete Richardson was formerly coached, and it's like, how do you not mention these guys, or how do you not say, "Hey, you know, we can move up, we can do this." It's 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 so popular, and it goes back to what I was saying about the celebrities. And that love, yeah, bro. I put, I, I made a, a post about that yesterday, bro. People have a celebrity worship syndrome, bro. You gotta get over, man. We gotta so, stop. We gotta stop that. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of done talking about that cat, bro. All right. Um, but hey, it is what it is. You know, Stephen A. Gonna Stephen A. Um, but let's let's talk about this, man. We did talk about the draft. Uh, we had Emory on on Monday. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch that episode uh, or just watch that interview with Emory Hunt uh, breaking down, you know, HBCU players who have a chance to get drafted or, or, or make it to the um, rookie camps or, or, or yeah. undrafted free agency. But let me ask you this. Um, who do you think is the first HBCU player that's going to come off the board? <sighs> Probably Isaiah Lane. Mm. Okay. Okay. Who you got? I got Mark Evans. Mark Evans. Yeah, I was I was thinking him. It's one of them two. And I think Aubrey Miller kind of might be. I was gonna say Aubrey Miller's not far behind. Yeah. Yeah, I think all three of them was kind of I think if the, if you say who what three for sure get drafted, oh yeah. I'd say them three right there. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um it's gonna be big to see, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those gentlemen uh, get a chance uh, and seeing them have a a, a long healthy relationship, relationship, long healthy uh, career their relationship with their team. Yeah, yeah, with their team, their career <laughs> in the NFL. But uh, man, let's talk a little baseball. I mean, not baseball. Excuse me, basketball. Before we get ready to get up out of here, Elizabeth right. City State, man. Um, the women basketball coach, Coach uh, Tanisha Lewis, she was named the D2 winner of the National Sports Media Association's uh, Clarence Big House Games Coach of the Year Award. Now, that's a mouthful. Yeah, that's a mouthful. But, yeah, congratulations to her, man. Big, big, uh, big House Games, bro. That's a legend right there, man. Like, you talk about basketball and HBCUs, he's one of the first names that come out your mouth. Right. Um, but yeah, I, she had a great year this year, and the team, at the, especially at the D two level, was probably one of the best in the nation. So I think uh, she's well deserved, and I'm 
kudos for her for you know the recognition but i just want you to say that that whole sentence again honestly i think that was the most impressive part (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go elizabeth city state women's basketball coach tanisha lewis named the division two winner of the national sports media association's clarence big house games coach of the year award yeah, impressive, brother. Impressive. Impressive. I know my I know my phonics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Dylan would have gave you two thumbs up for that one, bro. Yeah, he might would have. He but his mama said she was finna get something to eat. He took off. Oh, that's about right. That's yeah, about he, right. he he did he took off. That's that's about right. Boy, hungry. He came no man, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna get in no Dylan story right chill now. Lie, chill that chill dude lie. he he did, man. The dude told me he said, you know I'm out of school tomorrow. I said, God damn, I'm off. Anyway, I might go into work. We close. I might go into work. This boy yeah. here crazy, man. Yeah. Um, hey, shout out to UAPB, man. Uh, the SWAC Men's Golf Champions, man. Shout out to UAPB um, on winning that. Uh, also, I want to throw in there, best of luck and best wishes to Howard, uh, Howard's rugby team. Uh, they are headed for a national championship. Um but they do need help um, because they are considered a club team. They they don't, get, yeah, they don't, they don't get funding, so they're relying upon um, uh, a GoFundMe. I think last check was I forget when it was, and they, they were close to their their goal. Um, I don't have the GoFundMe. I could not find a GoFundMe, but if we find it, we will post it on on our Twitter and stuff, and, and on our. Um, um, facebook and stuff um if you can every little bit helps uh but they are trying to uh win they and they be some uh some big name schools well i say big speaking name. of how speaking of how they uh howard chess team man did you see that i did not all right so morris brown held like a hbcu chess invitational and um the hu schools dominated howard one first place. How was B team? One third place. And uh second place was the other HU Hampton. Man, shout out, man. Kudos. Yeah, I didn't even realize HBCU chess was a thing. Me either. But uh kudos to all the men and women who participated in, you know, go ahead and uh become I don't even like saying it because it's like a kind of semi-racist turn to me. So, you know, just become chess champions. I'll just put it that way, even though I know that's not the correct term. Yeah. Um, But, man, good things keep on happening. Uh, The revolution will not be televised. Uh, But it it might be placed on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I know, you know, Gil Harris didn't didn't foresee this. Uh, But Grambling just made history. Yes, they did. Uh, Martavius Thomas becomes the highest-ranked baseball signee in HBCU history. Uh, that boy by was committed to Arkansas. Committed to Arkansas, and he signs with Grambling State. University. Looked on signing day, man. So kudos to him, bro. Kudos. Man, I mean, so- like obviously, if you committed to an SEC school like Arkansas in baseball, who's you know national champion contenders every season pretty much. I mean, 
maybe not one of the favorites, but they have a chance every year because of their program's history and pedigree. They catch five balls, they would have been the champion. That's very true. But uh, <laughs> but you know, just for him to be of that caliber to be committed to a program like that, I mean, he obviously has major league potential. He has major league talent. And for Gremlin to get a player like that in the program just speaks to what Coach Coach Warren's doing over there, man. I told you that they're building something over there, man. It's obvious with what they're doing this year on the diamond, you know, being first place right now in the SWAC West and mm-hmm. probably one of the favorites to win the SWAC Conference Tournament whenever it happens uh, in May. So, honestly, it just goes to show the work he's putting in and the buy-in that – the recruits have into what he's selling, you know, and, and his pitch of what he's building up out there exit 81. So uh, congratulations to the young man on, you know, not obviously special congratulations because he's going to HBCU, but anytime you get a scholarship to play sports, you know, congratulations to you, but it's, it's, it's an extra icing on the cake when it happens to be a HBCU and especially the one, you know, right up the road for me. So I can't wait to go watch the young man play. Yeah. I see what you did there. We said, you know, saying the pitch he's putting. That's a good mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Dave asked. He said, "Did I, uh, did I, did I pull a hammy in um, parent PE? I didn't, um, but I did jump rope, um, and I, I surprised myself. Uh, but I had to stop because my shorts kept. You know, what I'm saying, I was like, oh wait, I ain't no, I wasn't planning for this, so." But it was it was actually pretty fun, man. We did uh, rock paper scissors, um, and them little kids be cheating. I just I just want to throw that out there. Them little kids was cheating. Uh, this little girl changed her her, her uh, what's called it like four or five times. So um, I would put up rock, and she put up uh, scissors. Then she changed the paper. So they be cheating. Little kids be cheating. Um, but I did see a, a, a old man. I think it was one of them kids' granddaddy. Um, they were doing rock, paper, scissors. He did rock. The little girl did paper. He said, ah, I win. And he kept, I'm like, everybody was confused. I'm like, no, sir, that's not how that works. He, he forgot the rules, man. Yeah, that's he forgot how... all the rules. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, Um, I ain't got much more. I, I it's, it's it's draft night. Um, Go watch the rest of this NFL draft. Uh, Try to figure out, you know what I'm saying, we'll be back on Monday to talk more about where players land, um, and who we think might get. Well, we'll know by then for some of the players who got uh, invites and who got uh, UD uh, FA. So, uh, you got anything else before we get up out of here? Nah, man. Um, go watch some baseball this weekend or some softball this weekend, man. Um, that's still they they still hot and heavy in they in the middle of their conference play. So, go support your local school. Go watch some baseball. The weather should be nice. So go catch some games and support your schools, man. Yeah. All right, man. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, Not much more to say after that, man. But like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.